I'm Kelsey. And I'm Jordan. Welcome to The Say More Show, a safe space where you will walk away feeling inspired, empowered, and curious. This is a show where we have real, raw, honest conversations to help you deepen your relationships, own your life, and create magic in the mundane. Every Thursday, join me and Jordan Nolan, life coaches, entrepreneurs, partners, adventure junkies, and avid freedom seekers. If you're tired of not speaking your truth, ready to explore your internal world and reconnect to your best self, we've got you. We are here to remind you that your words, your existence, and your life matter. So, what are you not saying? Welcome back to the Save More Show. Here we are coming at you live once again in our closet, doing what we do best. And maybe this is a sign for you. Start messy. Start. Just do it. Just get it going. Whatever's been on your heart, um, take the leap. Mm, but before that. That's a good message. You know, we should, we should do just a end podcast it. on that. That's a great note. Thanks. Let's end it there. I hope that inspired you. See you later. <laughs> but for real, how did you, Jordan and Alexis Nolan, say more, be more, do more? Take some time to ask yourself this question as well. Maybe even pause, pause, pause the podcast and tune into you. Mm, I first off, I'm glad that we're doing this because I honestly, I'm guilty of this this week. I know we do this every week for those listening, but. We like I haven't slowed down. I don't think to even ask myself like how have I either said more, be more, or like done more. I guess. And so I think, I think that I have had to be more. And I think what I mean with that, like I've had to um, almost embody more of the woman that I am becoming. This last holy cow, this last week, specifically the last two weeks, I have faced so many fears. I have done so many huge or made so many huge milestones and leading breath work and big spaces. And it's required me to really be more of the woman that I desire to be. And it's required me to focus on my routines. It's required me to focus on my breathing. It's required me to make sure that I'm really in alignment with the woman that I'm talking to, too. Does that make mm, sense? You make so much sense. <laughs> yes. Because it would be super hypocritical if I was like, you know, go, you know, do this, do that, do that, da, da, whatever. But if you weren't being that type of woman either. Right. And I'm not about that. You know, I'm like a huge truth teller and that just bothers me more than anything. So I always make sure that I am matching that energy that I'm wanting to call in mm, or that yeah. I'm talking to. Yeah. Yeah. I really see that in you too. I think that's great. I think it's really easy to put you on the back burner when you are in a busy season and you're doing some big shit and I love being a part of it. Mm, Thank you. Yes, I'm excited. So for me, I think it's doing more um, in an aspect of doing more. So we've started a new workout routine, which has been really fun. Um, So doing more of the things that bring me more joy and also doing the Like, I think I've said this before, but doing the little stuff like in my other role with pause breath work, doing more of the like little back end things that makes my month just a lot easier. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also doing more challenging things to my body and pushing myself. Oh, my gosh, guys. For those of you that don't know this, Kelsey used to do CrossFit and also coached it. She's a freaking savage. in the gym like an absolute savage and she lifts so much I was like what the hell have you been doing the last year and a half we've been together at the gym like you've been pussyfooting around in the gym 
we honestly we both have I'll call us both out because it's yeah. both of us but we've both just been in such a maintain phase and like now I like I said this before I feel like we really are entering like our savage era like in our career and our bodies and like every way and just pushing our limits um and it's been really really cool to watch you push your edge and see what you're capable of and I feel like it's translating and for those listening like really zone out for a second and like ask yourself if you can push your edge in other areas because I've seen it translate into like even your work like you're almost stepping up in all areas of life and I don't know if you even consciously know you're doing it but just from doing it in the gym I'm seeing it in other areas too Mm -hmm. I think that's so true when we physically push ourselves I think that's like us as because me and Jordan were more so like athletes if you will and I think there's such a difference in having like that athlete mentality Mm -hmm. and how that translates over into your life totally cool well let's dive in you ready I'm ready for all the things all right we named this podcast while we were cooking hibachi in the kitchen so it's a juicy one quite literally as juicy as a steak okay (laughs) so (laughs) why mindset work isn't working for you and we mean that in the most loving way possible we both have been there we both have been knee deep in mindset work reading all the self-help books listening to all the podcasts doing all the affirmations and still in the same spot Mm, you stole the words right from my mouth. That's literally what I was going uh, to kind of dive into first is just I remember like before I ever did any type of like healing work or body-based work or somatic work where we get to like the root of things, everything I focused on was all mindset related. So I thought that by reading a million personal development books and I listened to all these different podcasts and I had all these different mentors, like I thought that somehow that was going to solve my problems. And I was like, why am I still unhappy? Like I've read every freaking Rachel Hollis book that there is and every Jen Sincero book. I'm like, what is happening? Why do I still not feel like I'm happy or fulfilled. And I remember in that moment realizing like there had to be more. Maybe you've had this moment. Maybe you found out what that more is. And maybe some of you haven't. And so I think today we're really going to try to lead you and guide you to what that more could possibly be and how it can really open up so many doors for you and help make you feel really fulfilled and and clear on on who you are and what you want in life. Mm -hmm. I think back to even some of our retreat girls that have come to obviously our retreats, but even before that, just the six weeks of like coaching that we offer in that program is they've done other programs that are six weeks long. They've done the mindset work and masterminds, all the things. Yeah. They, they have mentors and they have all this stuff and they're checking the boxes of like the Pinterest self-care list or the Pinterest Fuck the Pinterest mind, list. mindset like how, <laughs> do, you, throw that how away. do you love yourself more follow these 10 steps and you'll be there in 10 days anyways <laughs> shit doesn't work so I we've seen it firsthand not even just for ourselves but even for the women that that I mean breathwork is is one tool that we will talk about but there's so many other healing modalities from a somatic standpoint, but I believe that breathwork truly collapses time. And when we do that six weeks of coaching, plus like a three, four day immersive experience for these women, 
it completely transforms your life, like five years time lapse. Like it's insane, the breakthroughs, the shifts that happen, the patterns that break, the beliefs that they start to embody and the story that they begin to write themselves. And most importantly, the, the limiting beliefs of I'm not capable, I'm not worthy, the whatever I'm not sentences that you have and the beliefs that you have, those truly get to dissipate when we actually work from the body versus just changing your thoughts and changing your life. Right. Like you can't just change your thoughts. Like you can try, but you never really just change your thoughts. It's not till we get to the root of the belief or the root of the story or the root of the pattern that we actually move through it. And when we do deep body work or breath work or anything like that, where it's like somatic experiences, that is when you actually get to move through the actual emotion or the feeling or the thought because it's coming from your subconscious mind, not your conscious mind. So we live so much of our head or so much of our life in our head. And to actually get out of that space, you have to get into your body. And sadly, many women that we meet, I I was one of them. I didn't get into my body until probably two years ago. I had never, ever really experienced what that meant to fully silence your mind. And I thought, well, I can't meditate. That was honestly my first thought. So if you're listening to this, maybe this resonates. I was like, well, I can't meditate. I can't quiet my mind. So why would breath work be any different? Or why would any other somatic experience be different? Because I already can't quiet my mind. This just doesn't work for me. Personal development clicks. Like I I can read a, a chapter and it makes me feel good. But the guess what? 10 minutes later, I still feel like shit again or a day later and it comes back. But when I was able to learn how to drop into my body, I was like, holy crap, like this can last for days and months and I have access to this at all times. Like why has no one ever taught me this before? Like I remember so much anger coming up that like I hadn't learned this modality sooner. Mm Mm-hmm. And I want to speak to the woman that feels like, well, I am really disconnected to myself and I've only been doing mindset work and it has worked and I'm scared to go deeper or I'm scared that I don't know what's going to come up and I won't be able to handle it. That's really normal and you're not, we're not shaming you for not being connected to your body or doing mindset work because the truth is like, it's, we all start it, there. Yeah, we all start there. And everywhere in the world, that's what's promoted and that's what's shown. And that's what you're just supposed to do, you know, for a minute and, and that will help. And the reality is it does work until it doesn't. And if you have been disconnected to your body, we're not telling you to like, oh, go find breathwork and go do an hour long journey and like go down the rabbit hole of that. No, it, it starts with the small, like Jordan can touch on this, but about titration. You want to hit on that? Yeah, so basically our nervous systems aren't meant to be just sent through the roof, okay? So if you've never done breath work or you've never done a somatic experience, you're not meant to go from zero to 100, right? If you've never lifted a weight, right? You say you've never lifted more than 10 pounds, you're not going to go to the gym and try to pick up hundreds and curls and curl that. So imagine Damn. that with like your your healing journey, right? Like we're not we're not going to do that. So Essentially, titration is easing your way in. One of my mentors told me it's almost like visualizing a like a stereo, like the dial, and there's zero, and then you can turn it up all the way to 10, okay? So you're starting at zero. You can turn it up maybe to like one or two, maybe going up just by like two. See how that feels, and then you can turn it back down if needed versus going all the way up to a 10. So an example of that would be 
if you've never done breath work before and you go to like a, you want to go to a guided breath work session, you're not maybe going to do a full like one hour journey. You're maybe going to do something smaller and titrate in and feel that safety. You're going to do a, a breath work pattern. You're hopefully going to let the the person leading you through it know that you're new and they're going to choose a breathwork pattern for you that's softer on the nervous system so you're not just blowing your body out of the water or you're not just going to breathe really really rapid trying to force a transformation we can't force our way through somatic experiences we're only going to be able to feel what we feel safe enough to experience so if we don't feel safe we won't be able to feel it or to experience it or we'll numb or we'll dissociate or whatever. So with titration, the main key there is safety. You still want to feel safe while pushing your edge. So I always tell my clients, like, visualize a bubble. You're in it. Push against the edges of the bubble without popping it. So you want to push your edge, push your comfort zone, but without popping the bubble or essentially rupturing your nervous system. Mm-hmm. I love your explanation of that because I think that's so important when we start anything. And that's like a theme often in our in our episodes here is we're not asking you to, you know, go guns a blazing towards the thing that you're wanting to do. And sometimes that that is important. Um, but what I want to name uh, my mentor always says this and I freaking love it because we as humans suck at doing this at times. If you want to feel better, you have to be a better feeler. And just sitting with that and asking yourself, like, how am I when I feel sadness? How do I react or how do I respond when I feel anger? Are you a woman that pushes it down, that shoves it away, that sucks it back in, that numbs, that copes in ways that don't actually support you? So this is just an invitation on mindset work is the really the opposite of feeling because it's wanting you to shift the oh, I feel unworthy today. Oh, okay, I am worthy. Like it's just shifting a a sentence to change the thought. But then tomorrow you're going to wake up and have that same thought and then you're going to try to shift it again and it's just not going to work. So instead be with that feeling of I feel unworthy and asking yourself like, what do you really need in that moment? Like maybe it's jumping up and down and dancing. Maybe it's actually breathing through your emotions. Maybe it's singing. Maybe it's crying and hitting a pillow. There's so many different ways to feel. Um, And breathing is such a powerful way to feel, right, without having to think about it. And that's why we love this so much is because we have been there and we've been thinkers and we've been trying to figure out our emotions for years and they don't make sense yet they do and breath work really unhooks the mind and allows you just to feel and it actually lasts a lot shorter than you think totally I I love that you said that and I think it's almost like taking inventory of your emotions that's how I want you guys to look at it right so with anything in life we take inventory we look at the stats well maybe I'll just use taxes for an example right like it's kind of taking inventory on our like expenses for the year and we look back and we reflect on all of that so what if you did that with your emotions sitting down and really gauging like when you feel sad like Kels mentioned or angry or whatever and just kind of like taking data and stats on yourself and getting curious around that feeling or that emotion or when you're feeling it and just being with it versus trying to push it away and doing that with all of our emotions so when they come up and I name this in breath work too like 
it doesn't matter if you're in a breathwork session or if you're just getting angry at your spouse or whatever it is, when you feel an emotion, you're not meant to push it away and immediately try to change the thought. The point is not to never feel sad again or to never feel angry again or to not feel happy again, like whatever it is. Like the, the point is to feel it, to let it, like fully feel it into your body, to know like, like you should be able to almost feel like where it tightens and where it contracts in your body and what's happening. And we can't do that unless we slow down enough to be with it. So that's like almost the first step I would say in going past mindset work is really validating your emotions and feelings and learning to be with them. And if you want to take it a step further, like Kel's name, breathwork truly is the number one healing modality in the world. And it allows you to collapse time that you almost don't think it's possible. I went to therapy for years and there's nothing wrong with talk therapy, but at some point I got so sick of talking about my same shit over and over and over, but I never got to work through it. And when I started doing breath work, it allows you to truly unroot whatever that core pain is or that trauma or whatever, and you move through it without having to talk through it. And I think that's what's so powerful is there's no words to it. Every session is different. We go in with zero expectations and you just get to feel through whatever is present in the body and your body will never give you more than you can handle. Mm. So powerful. I love that. I think that's amazing. And I want to name, is there anything else you want to name? No, go ahead. I want to name the, the having someone guide you through this journey first because we're really good as humans to like, find our safe spot and stay like exactly in the middle of the bubble, never even get one inch outside of the bubble that you've been in and stay really, really safe. And it's just like anything, like you said, the gym, if I go to a gym and I have a coach and I don't have a coach, there's such a difference in how you show up. And so really sitting with yourself of asking yourself, have I been ignoring this because I don't know what to do, or I'm scared of what's going to come up, have somebody guide you. That's why there's breathwork facilitators out there. And if you don't know, we have the best one ever sitting right here (laughs) next to us, next to me. And she's here to guide you. We do in-person events at the village. If you're in New Braunfels um, every month, we just did one last night, which obviously that doesn't matter, but. Um, just amazing what can happen in those sessions. And I'll drop in the show notes here a link to book with Jordan. And she's offering 50% off your first session. And she would love to guide you in that journey because you're not meant to heal alone. Absolutely. I And I think so. I'll just name two. The reason that I that I even got into this work was because I wanted to help someone that was where I was once at, that was so frustrated that they didn't know about this work and really taking you from point A to point B and collapsing that time and making it feel doable um, and not so damn scary because it can be really, really hard. And so my number one priority in these sessions is to really create a huge blanket of safety so that you can go there and feel and process whatever you're ready to. So if that's something that you guys want to experience, I would love to be the person to guide you through that journey. I do this for couples. I do it for one-on-one corporate events. We do them at our retreats all over the U.S. and internationally. There's a reason this healing modality is the number one in the world, yet it is so, it is not frequently used because we as humans breathe air and not energy. And I will help you all learn how to breathe energy versus air to really move through what is there. Mm, Amazing. Book a session. You won't regret it. Um, It's absolutely incredible what can shift 
in those moments. So if you've been doing mindset work, here's your sign to make a change, to do something different because it's probably been on your heart and you've probably been frustrated as hell. So here's your moment. Take the change because if nothing changes, nothing changes. Ooh. Alrighty, folks. If you <laughs> like drop. this, if you like this episode, let us know. Uh, give us a rating in Spotify, Apple, wherever you're tuning in and we'll see you on the other side.